Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Laura's just confirming that we're not sitting together on the flights <laughs> to Chicago or Salt Lake. I've told Carrie I was like and back. I've told him like jokingly I was like is this tour cursed? And then he just told me like you can't say that to me because I'm actually too afraid of flying. You can't. And I'm an Irish matron of death. You're truly it's like in my genes. Irish peasant. I'm an Irish witch. Okay. Yeah. I, I, like, I didn't know that, but then it all, that actually does track and make sense. And then he was like, I'm actually desperately afraid of flying. You'll see when we are on the planes, are we sitting next to each other? And I go, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, good for you. I'm, I'm it's, letting- <laughs> it's a, Laura, <laughs> Laura's like, 
Mommy's sitting in the front. Yeah, I was I'm, like, I'm gonna get some extra leg room going, and like, I'm like in the back, like, you're welcome. An- to- I'm like Annie Mumolo and bridesmaids being like, there's. A- Did you feel that? I had a dream about <laughs> we were going down. You were in it. <laughs> yeah, like you're welcome to join me. No, at my I'm- like chill level with I'm, leg room and like vibing but I'm, I'm also like no go very cognizant of the fact i have not flown since january 2020 right and i'm also cognizant of the fact that we have to like be masked up at all times and like snacks like who knows like i don't even know what the landscape is so I'll i and i know landscape. it's gonna be stressful so if you can't join me and like get zen in an exit row then you're gonna have to be on your own I'm, yeah, the mask thing is annoying. They barely give you food, just giving you a heads up. Yeah. And I'm fine when we're in the air, but it's takeoff and touchdown, like, (laughs) all bets are off for me. I think if you can just get up in the air, it's fine. As soon as I see the flight attendants unbuckle and go, like, gather there, I'm like, okay, we're good. But it's, because I've been in some horrific takeoffs like i'm traumatized coming back from hawaii a few years ago as we were taking off the flight attendants this one flight attendant he started this like get nice gay man started like listing off facts about hawaii as the plane was taking off oh so he was trying to distract everyone and then he went and by the way this is going to be a very very bumpy flight so we're expecting turbulence the entire time and i was like and I was sitting next to a flight attendant who was like doing a, what do they call that? When they like fly a plane, deadheading. And she was like getting wasted. And I was, I kept being like, is this okay? And she was like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure she loved that. She's she like did. off the clock, finally, yeah. only to sit next she to le- you. She, she went, she like knew the flight attendants and like, um, she like got out of the seat at one point and was just like chilling with them and drinking I she's think. like get me away but it was really bumpy it, that was a bumpy flight we were flying in the dead of night over the pacific and they actually had to go a different route because the turbulence was so bad yeah that's and everyone, traumatizing and everyone around me was also looking at each other mm-hmm. so i was like this is fucked the good news is we're flying like short distances but you stay in your zone, I'll stay in mine. And it's then we'll good. reunite on the other side. We'll reunite in... It's good to have, like, just a little space to do our own yeah. things. Yeah. And watch movies. I'll look out the window if it's a window seat. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, like, I like... And that's also, like, I I like a window seat. But then in order to sit next to me, that means someone has to sit in the middle. So, And oh, I don't want to do put that. anyone in a middle seat position. Like, that's not that. true friendship. You know what I mean? Thank you. So, no, I think it's, I think you did the right thing. When Simon sits next to me, his arm is like, has my handprint on it. (laughs) So, I'm trying to like, you don't want to deal with that. I'm trying to get on the iPad or like, just do my thing. Yeah. But we're really excited. We're so excited. I feel like we've sold two more tickets to SLC. We have. And someone else confirmed they were coming today. Someone's flying in from South Dakota. What? Yeah. Shout out to the person flying in from South Dakota. Yeah, it's amazing. A lot of people are saying, I want to take off of work and go fly out. To which I say, hell yeah. Do it. Call in a sick day. Summer Friday. Sick note. Sick note. Burn burn notice. Um, And 
or just quit your job altogether. Yeah, just use it as an excuse to be like, hey, I really want to go to this podcast and I quit. Mm-hmm. And if everyone did that at the same time, then it could maybe go viral. And then we'd Pod- have a sold out show. Podcast inspires mass exodus from exodus the workforce. From the workforce. Not COVID, our podcast. Yeah. We are like. Then sexy, unique podcast can become the true pandemic that um, it was always meant to be. Speaking of Utah, this this is a dark turn, but okay. I'm like kind of obsessed with this story that's coming out of Moab. Have you heard about this? Oh yeah, the girl, the girl the, who's missing, uh, van life girl who went missing. She's a van life influencer, and she and her boyfriend were like traveling for six months together, which is like a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Were they in a new relationship? I think they've been together for like a year, too but they soon. were too soon to be doing a cross country. I'm telling you, COVID made everyone like we can do this. Let's yeah. pick up and go. Like it made that kind me of thing. be like, Shane Halls are truly on your own. And now it's time to get pioneer about things. Yeah. Like, or it made you be like, I'm in love with this person. I love them so much. Like we're together and yeah. it's amazing. And I love him and he's mine forever and ever and ever. Her name's Gabby something. And so now there's like a nationwide manhunt for her. It's Gabby like Pietro or something. Yeah. Her boyfriend drove back to Florida in the van and like didn't report her missing until like 10 days later. And then she, her mom reported her missing on September 11th. Bad synergy. Bad synergy. And his parents are like refusing to let him talk to anyone. Like it seems like they're covering up for him. But there was, but then I read there was a domestic dispute a few days before she went missing in this co-op like van compound in Moab. So it's like very hippy dippy shit. And she was hitting him. In and, the arm. And and slapping him in the face. And then he he like ran into the van and locked the door and she was trying to get in and like climbing through the window. And then a cop came. And then a cop came. And I think they were both having like they both have like anxiety or something or depression. Yeah, she said that she was having like mental health problems and so that I, she was hitting him in the arm because she saw like the cop lights and like wanted him to pay attention. But still any sort of domestic dispute yeah. prior to a disappearance, it ain't good. But here's the... Now, this is where it gets weird. Okay, tell me. A few days before that situation, mm-hmm. before she went missing, a couple in the same co-op, another van life couple, were murdered together. Oh. And they were complaining about a creepy guy that was, like, wandering around the co-op and, like, giving them... Being, like, a pest, kind of. And they were both found murdered. And then now she's murdered. So it's like either there's a serial killer in Moab or, and this guy's innocent and it just, and he's just like freaked out and was like, they're going to blame me because something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or he killed her at the same time of this like active vagrant killer. Interesting. So like there's some weird shit going on. Yeah. Um, and I just, anytime there's like an influencer kind of thing going on, I'm like instantly fascinated because van life influencers are, they're starting, they're not, I am not from the same cloth. I you might love think. the idea of like a van life. <laughs> like I would love nothing more than to like take to the road and what never look jet back. streamers. Uh, those like nice trailers. Oh, the Airstream? Airstreamers. Like the... Yeah. There's all sorts of different people. There's like the elderly RV crowd that they they go around. There's like van life, younger people. 
I don't know. Like being being on the road with tones would be great. Being on the road with some guy like farting in the car and like being annoying, he'd go missing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's also extremely weird that like if I was traveling with someone and they died and we were in their car, I don't think I would drive their car all no. the way back home and then just show like leave it somewhere because I think it got like impounded. Yeah, I mean... It's bizarre. That's bizarre. Yeah. That's like guilty behavior. No, I mean, it, Occam's razor, right, is like the most obvious thing is the likely thing, right? Mm -hmm. So oh, like, I don't know. I think he... It's probable. It's He most likely is the one that killed her. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that do get killed by randos in these types of communities because like, I've only been to Slab City, but everyone there which is a like a com desert community off the grid near the kind of salton sea joshua stinky. tree um holy mountain and it is one of the scariest places i've ever been right. and truly like you could go there and easily pass away or go missing yeah like it's for it's basically made for people who are like are really ready to go missing yeah and i think i mean there's like this whole like obviously this there's like a whole conspiracy kind of thing about like people going missing in national parks mm -hmm. so like it all it just makes it all for very like salacious and of course it's like a white pretty white girl going missing yeah so it's, people care more people care more you know because our country is um, like that but um we still haven't found out about that couple they uh, think CO2 it's algae they the think CO2 it, pocket? yeah they think it could be an algae bloom what the they fuck? were like we're looking to see if they were struck by lightning but i'm like wouldn't what? you know that and the dog I don't know. It's so like, bizarre. And Angelina I feel like Angelina Jolie in the fire movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess like they're like, we just watched this movie with Angelina Jolie and she was struck by lightning multiple times and seemed fine. Yeah. So like it could be that they were just struck by lightning, but yeah. you can't tell at all. Like it's, I feel like we need to get back into this conversation about these people because that's scary as fuck. I'm just like, tell me what fucking happened. Like I, I feel like, it just went away. The story, like everything in the but news. But everything just goes away eventually. But we need to actually talk about something extremely way more important than any of this. And that's the movie Malignant. Laura, because I I'm finally... so happy you watched it. I'm, I'm so, I feel like everyone needs to get, I'm, I'm just seeing more and more people posting about it being like, holy shit, this movie. <laughs> I was in a meeting yesterday and the, the person was like, the, one of the people that we were meeting with was like, I loved it. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's sweeping the globe. It's a, it's a real, yeah. it's a, a viral moment. It's a viral moment. Um, I went, I took myself to the movies yesterday, saw it in theater. Where? At uh, the Grove. Hell yeah. And thank God it's still open. It's not closing. I know. AMC, I guess, congratulations. You're the real winner of COVID because Nicole you Kidman. took over. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, she intros every AMC movie now, just walking in much, with an uncanny valley face and an accent money? that goes in between Australian, but then she does say like one line in English, like in. American English accent and I'm like what are you doing here well fun fact people don't realize that she was born in America 
and moved to Australia. When did she move to Australia? As a baby. Oh, okay. Just saying. She was born in Hawaii. Whoa. Right? I was shocked. Keep going. That is shocking. So Nicole ushers you into a world of AMC and then I saw Malignant and it was just, it was wild. But is this the new, okay, Malignant spoilers ahead. Like we're just going to talk about it. So just fast forward like 15 minutes, like you figure it out. Is this the new era of films that we're just ushering in? Yeah, I think so. Because I guess I'm down. I'm for down it. for body horror. I'm down for just like re like just truly bad movies. Yeah, but like also really good. But it's like, is this a style? Because like the acting was kind of bad, I think and it like was the a writing, like the writing, and there's certain like story elements that make no sense that or like details thrown in that don't matter at all. I but, think it was a choice. I mean, he's he's done some good like decent horror movies like the conjuring is good the insidious with rose Byrne and patrick wilson was really good like he's i think he's a very like talented writer filmmaker so i think it was like i do think it was intentional he's made like i think good is a generous term i think he's made like genre blockbuster had a series of blockbuster successes he's a good b movie guy yeah, that but, make a shit ton of money. So I guess like after you get to a certain point, people yeah. are like, <laughs> he's at the point where like executives are like, you just do whatever you want. But I thought it was like kind of camp, like a little like Argento, like very like, his, you know, kind of histrionics, like exaggerated react. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I liked the music was like really wa- like exaggerated and like, intent you know what i mean i just thought it was like very singular and i just i don't know i thought it was a special movie yeah it wasn't like it's not good but i think they wanted i think i really think it was intentional Mm -hmm. he wanted to just make a fucking bonkers horror movie that's almost like john wick yeah, like it was like just wild. It was I a loved, wild ride. I loved the A cab message at the end. Oh yeah. I mean truly Being... malignant <laughs> Gabriel is a cop killer icon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like literally Well, I mean that's also just like in the culture right now, the best thing you could possibly probably do in a movie is just have a scene where like you kill a sixty crazy cops. monster just murder 60 cops at once like matrix matrix level martial arts and just like like, we're to believe this but spares like the two cops that are furthering any sort of story yeah but that's it was amazing like we're to believe this parasitic twin who is literally basically only like a sentient brain that can emerge whenever it sees fit And fully take over the back half of this woman's body like a little disgusting alien with long stringy hair who has a penchant for like leather swing coats. It has a real Nicole Kidman (laughs) taste in long duster coats. But it was, but we're to believe that in the last like 35 years of its life, this thing has mastered martial arts and like it's always been able to channel. (laughs) And broadcast. 
and broadcast over the radio waves. How come it can broadcast, but she can't broadcast anything? But she can hear his thoughts. But she can't do martial arts. She can't broadcast. No. She's pretty, she might be actually the fail twin out of she's, the two. She's the parasitic. <laughs> he's like actually pretty cool and just misunderstood because he was so ugly. I think Gabriel... Justice be, for Gabriel, honestly. I'd watch a whole like assassin series where it's like the government uses her as a weapon mm-hmm. and she just channels Gabriel to go in and like take out like militias. Gabriel I is Gabriel's an instant can't classic. be stopped. Gabriel's a that I have to say though that prison scene felt like kind of an in, like a new classic. That was a classic. I had chills during that. When she's, as soon as she sits down and she's looking at it, I was like, what's going to happen? Like, I was like immediately fearing for all these women. They were all I, instantly iconic. Mm-hmm. The one woman the with the blonde hair who was like the leader and she just kept throwing people at her. Like, that was fucking incredible. It was amazing. Yeah, and the the effects were really good. I feel like there were like practical effects involved, yeah, was, and I really appreciate a practical effect as opposed to like CGI. Yeah, it felt like eighties. It was just like, but that I could the whole movie could have just been that jail sequence. I don't know. I just I had I'm, I have chills thinking about it now. The jail sequence was amazing. I have a lot of questions about. A lot of characters in that movie like my one of my biggest questions was like why do why does this woman and her husband why do they live in this like victorian house with all this victorian furniture like did they choose it didn't seem like that's the house that those two would choose to live in and then decorate that way also did she did she have an inheritance like how does she afford this like no. five-story victorian mansion on like she's like a a nurse radiologist yeah a radiologist she was a, a true a nurse yeah i mean nurses are no like they make good money and have benefits but like this was a house that you needed like no and their furniture they're like they were like antique lovers and yeah. then ha- had like all this furniture and it just seemed like neither of them would be into that kind of decor or vibe yeah what did he do what was his job we'll never know just beats her just beats her and I, and then her mom i don't think she has an inheritance because her mom seemed to be living in like a shanty on the outskirts of town like it's, her mom was like a hoarder and her sister a was hoarder like a hoarder in a wheelchair bound hoarder who loves to make casseroles and her sister was like a struggling seattle actress thespian <laughs> like <laughs> why all these choices is know. it gonna come back like are why they setting seattle? us up for a franchise I hope so. Why Seattle? Again, I don't know. And is she going to be implicated in this massacre? Yeah, isn't she guilty then of killing I mean, no, hundreds she, but, of people? But she's not. It, it literally wasn't her. But are the, is everyone just going to be like, we forgive no, you? No, the cut. Well, this, even the skeptical, I think she was even won over. But the, it's like, you bet. Well, hopefully Gabriel doesn't come back. Well, that's maybe that'll be like the the second one. Yeah, I also love her mom that they found. Okay, so the backstory, if you're never gonna see it and you haven't skipped, the backstory is like this woman is pregnant and then her husband like beats her up, hits her over, knocks her, knocks head her head wall. against the wall. She's bleeding for days. I know, and doesn't see fit to like 
she doesn't really try and do much about it. Then this entity comes and starts killing people and she sees every time it's killing someone she like sees it all happen like crystal Mm -hmm. clear and it turns out that this entity is actually her parasitic twin that can crawl out of her head and then just take over her whole body and mass murder it like inverts all her limbs and comes out of literally opens her skull and so she walks backwards it throws a duster coat on finds a sword and then just starts walking around backwards wreaking havoc on the community. It turns out that she was adopted at age eight and remembers nothing prior to that. And then she was, was given up by her birth mother because she like was she raped. Was like 15. She was raped and then couldn't take care of the baby. So she gave it to a research center, I guess. Cause they, she knew that it was a parasitic twin, well, yeah, I mean, it which was like- does happen. Yeah, and it was like, you could see it at, you... in utero. Well, no. Also, when she was a girl before they did that surgery, it was like visible. Yeah. Like she was, it was like. She had like were... a little alien. Yeah, like a little like on the back of her, literal on her back. But it has super strength. There's always screaming and busting light bulbs. and It has psychic abilities. It has super strength. It has the nimbleness of and mobility of like a. CIA operative and can just kill you in a second. It will break your arm right in half. Yeah. So it uses her to like, and it's getting revenge on the people that did research on it, which is like, that was stupid. But then it was woken up by the, the abuse, the head trauma. But then we find out that this, the main character, Madison has had like a bunch of miscarriages and it's because Gabriel is just eating her baby, like feeding off of her babies. I thought at first I thought it was the husband that like he kept punching her, mm-hmm. which I was like, okay, that's fucked up. But then when they were like, your baby's been slurped up by Gabriel every time you have a, a fetus and you get slurped up. So they like find the birth mother. Also, this her mom just adopted a like a random kid and from a research center. Yeah. So then her whole childhood, she had this imaginary friend in quotes named Gabriel who like compelled her to do weird things. There was one moment that he tried to get her to kill her unborn adopted sister who's like played by this girl that's helping her through the whole thing. Gabriel has a lot of jealousy issues. Yeah, he's very territorial of his twin. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, it's, it's, it's a romp. I was... I was laughing hysterically at some points. I was laughing. It's just like a fun... It's like... It's John Wick at the end. I've never even seen John Wick. John Wick is like Keanu just literally killing like a hundred people in a movie. Okay. And it's nonstop killing and it's amazing. I'm here for that. Watch John Wick tonight. He's so hot in it and he's doing it to avenge his dog. So, um, you. It's like Nicolas Cage and Pig. My yeah, king. it's pre it's pre pig. Pre pig, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great movie and I hope We all have a little Gabriel in us. We all have a parasitic twin. Is the is the takeaway. Yeah. Is that when I have gotten pushed to a place of Gabriel a lot recently, but then really seeing Gabriel embodied, I was like, Oh, that's just me. Yeah. On a bad day. It's a real it continues in the, the tradition of like twins being viewed as like 
psychic and you know what I mean I feel like movies love twins they love a twin and parasitic <laughs> twins are a creepy and wild thing that can happen like I turned to Simon and was like how does this make you feel as a twin and he was how like did he, feel? he was like I love it <laughs> he's like it's true it's all true <laughs> justice for Gabriel justice misunderstood for Gabriel. angel he was like he was a dark angel mm-hmm. and he was just wanted his mom's love and his sister his twin to like accept him he just wanted love at the end of the day. And, and no one gave him that. Everyone from the jump just assumed because he's a little alien looking. He doesn't look like you or I. Yeah. That he is not as like able-bodied as us. That he's just the devil. But he's perfectly able. But he's actually like has more abilities than anyone. He's and a Madison being. is actually pretty dull and a bit of a dum-dum at the end of the day. Madison's a flop with bangs. Yeah, I don't understand. She did have power hair and cheekbones. Yeah, she had... she wasn't really bringing Medjals to the table and it was really taking her a long time to put together things that any other person would have really put together quickly. When the woman fell through the the (laughs) ceiling, I was like, okay, I love this movie. That's when I was like, this movie is going somewhere and I'm obsessed with it. Wait, the last shot in the movie where, like... Madison and her sister hugging on the hospital floor and then it pans out and the mom is just laying in the bed and she's smiling. She goes, No. I was like, what is wrong? I was like, I'm her. (laughs) I'm the mom. Watching people like reunite. Oh my god, Carrie. What? Did you hear what I'm doing this fall? No. I'm taking Sex Unique Podcast on tour. Wait a minute. I'm doing that too. I know. We're going on tour. We're going on fucking tour. Tickets are going fast. In fact, one of the Chicago shows sold the fuck out. You're kidding me. Well, we added a second. Oh, thank God. Head to LarsMarie.com to purchase tickets. That's L-A-R-Z-M-A-R-I-E.com to get yours now. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So... 
Hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. I like actually want Gabriel to, he needs to come out and then harness his it's, energy for good. There has to be a sequel. That's what all his movies are like franchises. Yeah. So there'll be like a malignant too. I, I want them to battle another pair of even worse parasitic twins. And Gabriel has to be used as like a weapon, like a suicide squad type situation where they're like, we need Gabriel. Yeah. Send him in. You need someone like Gabriel around. But listen. And he, it's really, honestly, I don't, Gabriel? I don't blame him for being so angry. Listen, Gabriel killed his twins abuser, got rid of him. Mm -hmm. He killed a bunch of cops. Like he killed some prisoners, which maybe wasn't good, but he killed a lot of female prisoners, a lot of female prisoners. Uh, many of whom were seeming like they might've been sex workers. So that's a point we, off. That's a, a con. Yeah. That was Gabriel's like, kills. that made me uncomfortable. And that was like, they don't deserve this. Mm -hmm. Save it for the real, the real, they villains. had to go, but they had to go. Um, who else did he kill? He killed some doctors, but some, they deserved some it. shady doctors. Yeah. It was like V for Vendetta. Like not these people that got killed were not. You like, have to break a few eggs to make an omelet. 
he did try to kill her sister, which wasn't good. But I understand where that motivation came from. Because she was kind of annoying. And he was jealous. He, they, she replaced him. He didn't kill his mom. No. He just struck her up. Because she said, I love you and no, but, I'm sorry. But in the beginning, like he just kind of, like a spider, he kept her chained he was to waiting. the ceiling. He was waiting. Um, it also made me realize that there's an underground Seattle, which I need to see. It's cool. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. But anyway, just watch it. Let us know what you think. And our new podcast coming out is just malignant. It's just, this is malignant hour. It is. Thank you to Gabriel. He will be our guest in LA. (laughs) What if like, I unveiled my own parasitic Gabriel on stage at LA. But instead of murdering you, he murders you with lols. It's like even funnier. He's Gabriel becomes like a a stand-up comic. A like nationally beloved stand-up who has like specials on every streaming platform and a new show like every year. And I'm just in the back of his head fuging. Yeah. I'm just like this. While Gabriel takes over and he gets to use my hair and my body. I was, you know, I always I knew it was her though. I didn't. That hair. I was like, there's two people with power hair in this movie and it's you. And then this other entity. Hmm." Gabriel had like Yanni hair. (laughs) Gabriel needed like a goop Mm -hmm. scalp scrub. I I want to see Gabriel like get a makeover. I think honestly. (laughs) I want to see Gabriel like hit the stores and like. Go to Nordstrom and Gabriel get... just needs a blowout. <laughs> Gabriel loves women's clothes. He lo- he has interesting style. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a vi- he's in the vanguard. He has like an own unique spin on fashion. All he needs is a blowout, a double mm. shampoo condition with a blowout. Mm-hmm. I think that with all the plastic surgery that is available today, we could get some really good microdermabrasion. Yeah. Or just like a tightening or maybe like a layer of skin just so he's not so exposed. I mean, I think he's probably mad because his raw skin is just exposed. That would make me murderous as well. Yes. He needs some epidermis. I think we could do a face transplant on Gabriel because those are really popping off lately. And they seem to work out fairly well for people that get them. So I think we put Gabriel on the face transplant list. And And I feel like he'll feel a lot better about himself. And get him some heels. Like a boot with a Mm -hmm. a little platform boot? Yeah, little little pirate boot. He's so nimble. He's so nimble. He could be, honestly, put him on Team USA in the gymnastics. He could protect... You know what? We need a Gabriel in there I want Gabriel to protect at- all the other girls, but then also bring home the gold. I want Gabriel to be like a fashion it girl. I want to see Gabriel, Gabriel like <laughs> hobnobbing with like, you know, all the New York elite, like the New York power. I want Gabriel, I want Gabriel to Gabriel be the Met Gala. Gabriel in Dime Square. Gabriel like <laughs> has his podcast. Like I want Gabriel to be an it person. An it entity and just you just see photos of like him and like you know on the red carpet everywhere at his movie premiere i want him to have a directorial debut him with the cast of euphoria just Mm -hmm. like him and like like, hunter schaefer like 
front row at some fashion event. Like icons. Gabriel's avant-garde. I want him to take to the runway. Yeah. Like anyway. at a Rick Owens show. Yes. The, he's the face of Rick Owens. Gabriel's the new face of YSL. Gabriel for Balenciaga. Mm-hmm. I'm inspired by that. He becomes like Hetty's new boy, mm-hmm. new face. And it's just Gabriel. It's Gabriel for Celine. Yeah. <laughs> Celine Ohm. And he's like. <laughs> but it's actually cool. I know. Let's make really, really hideously ugly and disfigured, deeply attractive and cool. Hit, wait, let's make hide, like monstrously hideous monstrous human ungodly hideousness entities the most fuckable thing i kind of want to fuck gabriel gabriel's for the story pan oh but he doesn't have a he might yeah we just never really let him we never shine. know i want him to come out fully of her of her no i want it to be always like her in the back <laughs> But like no, I mean, uh, like come out and have like a his own little body because he had his own little tiny bod before they. No, I want him always to be in her. I just want... you want him head only. Yeah, I want him always to be like. How do you have sex with gay? You just can't. Where there's a will, there's a way. He's like, but is her? I mean, I guess he could use her vagina. But like, it's it's a whole. You know what? Things to explore. In Things the to explore. <laughs> and is he? What's the? Is it like a? What's a sapiosexual? He's yeah. He he's, just really connects with you mind to mind. He connects with people on an intellectual level, and he's post sex. I would like have mind sex with Gabriel. Yeah, he gets into your head. You cone head. It's like cone head style yeah. sex. The way Gabriel fucks is like literally doming your brain. Oh, that sounds fun. And like, yeah, it's safe. You might, it's like Hellraiser. It's safe sex. Sa- the, the safest form of sex is having mind sex with Gabriel. Mm-hmm. The pair is all It's while, truly risk-free. All while Madison's in the back. While Madison's in the back flopping around with her eyes rolled back in Madison her head. Madison gets jealous. Mm-hmm. She's like, God damn it. Like this. I'm I want right- her to become the bad guy and Gabriel to become the good guy. So Madison takes matters into her own hand and tries to kill Gabriel, tries to get a lobotomy. Yeah. Because she actually is pretty villainous if you think about it. Yeah. What's more important? A entity with psychic abilities, powers, brute strength. <laughs> Dust co- duster coats. Duster coats. Electricity capabilities, gloves, and a shiny gold sword, and a platform boot, or some nurse that is always taking off work and can't remember anything and crying all the time and like not putting who's the real flop? Yeah, like not putting A, B, and C together. Like she's they made the wrong decision. I'll just have to say. I know the doctors made the wrong decision with that one. Like do the math, doctors. There she. Gabriel's the real superior being. I wonder why this guy is getting so mad because he's attached to this like flop of a girl (laughs) who's giving us nothing, who's cute, but beyond that is really not that smart. She's good. She's a good job. She's great bone structure. That's about it. Great. I love in the movie when they're like, can you age this up? As if they don't know who that young girl is. Yeah. (laughs) 
the like one of the like detectives has a file with a photo of a young girl that looks exactly <laughs> like the main character I know. and he's like and who's this girl? I it's mean, like I Nathan's- have no idea. You got to age this up. Please do it so we can finally figure out who it is. I was like... It's like it- the Nathan for you Asian Hanser guy. <laughs> it literally looks exactly like I know. her. Anyway. Anyways, iconic movie. Thank you for listening to The Midlignant. 40 Hour. minutes. <laughs> well, it's okay because this episode, we'll get it. Okay. What? I'm Carrie. <laughs> Am I hurrying us? I'm Lara. And you're listening to... Sexy, unique podcast, Beverly Hells Angels. Laura's in the zone today. Who's Laura? Laura. Laura? Laura. <laughs> Laura's in the zone today. I'm starting today. Laura. Laura. Lorraine. Someone posted a meme that was like, these are all the angriest girls. And it was like a name of like every white girl ever. But guess what wasn't on there? Laura. Laura. Nice. Missed me. Who was number one? Laura and Lauren were on there. It was just alphabetical, an alphabetical yeah. list of female names. Well, speaking of Dorit, Dorit, name misspellings, name pronunciations. Mm-hmm. I just pulled a Kathy Hilton. <laughs> um, Kyle's, I just wrote Kyle's House of Dogs. So many dogs. So much Encino energy. Dorit sends a British bloke to deliver invites to her bridal line launch party at her home. Yeah, her henchman arrives to deliver mirrored tablets a la... The Ten Commandments. He's hot. Each house. Yeah, I was into him. I'm sad we never got to see him again. Garcelle was like kind of taken back a little by him. She was like, wow. Yeah. Who was he? I don't know. Was he just like a hired hand yeah, he for was the like day? A, yeah. He had nothing to do with... He was probably like a model. Nectaria. Nectaria. Yeah, so Dorit has her party planner over Nick. Mm-hmm. Lots of Nick, Neck. He looks like James Spader in the 1980s. Her, he's trying to plan her launch party, but you know it's winter in LA and it's a rainy week, so they've got to come up with a plan B. Mm-hmm. But Dorit is not so pressed because this isn't her first rodeo when it comes to fashion shows and party planning. Yeah. Nectaria Skypes in with them or Zooms in with them. Who is Nectaria? This is the first time I really understood her name and her role in this partnership. She's a literal Nectaria. It was Dorit Nectaria. Kept thinking it was necromance. Yeah, it was very like, it was like the show Raised by Wolves when she like <laughs> levitates. Do you remember that? No. She was very like, 
Yeah, Mithraic. She's, she's just like the Wizard of Oz. It was like Battlestar Galactica name. Nectaria, mm-hmm. Cylon. It's sci-fi. Yeah. Where does she live? Why wrote, isn't she there? I just wrote, who are these people? Who, true who are you? So Dorit's doing a wedding theme party, which I think is kind of cool. That's, once The party looked amazing. I was more into the whole vibe once I saw the presentation. I think I judged a little too soon. Me too. Soon I judged too soon. And got a little too harsh. Me too. My As some people pointed takeaway, out on TikTok. Yeah. My final takeaway is that like hats off to Dorit. She did that. The gowns are pretty. And they're pretty. They're, they look, they're very pretty and, and fitting and I, they can, they're very like, Anyone can wear them. I think it was cool. They're gorgeous. And I love a $35,000 price point. And I love the way they were presented. And it was very, I I don't know, Dorit kind of. She she surprised me. She charmed me in this episode. And I was like, I actually was like, she's a good designer. Mm -hmm. So Talent. I wrote, Moses is shook by these slab, mirrored slab invitations. I know. They are like, they're very like minority report tablet. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kathy has Kyle and Rinna and Erica. and Erica over to her house for a spa day. Kathy, Kyle walks in and she says hi to Kathy's dog, Sue. And Kathy goes, we can really communicate. Listen. And she gets down on the floor and goes, oh, and then Sue howls. Kathy lying down on the floor and letting Sue walk all over her is legit me and Tony. Yeah. Also, did you see Kathy... Invited to Rihanna's party and Rihanna was just like flanking her the whole night. Mm-hmm. Queen shit. Rihanna knows. She knows what's up. Kathy's hired a Reiki master facialist to the stars to come and energy work and lay some craft cheese singles on everyone's <laughs> face. Yeah, she's this Russian lady. She's very like Masha and nine perfect strangers. And she's she's performed Reiki on every mask. Yeah. So, I love that. Yeah, it looked, an I, added element. It seems like it would be a very soothing affair. So Kathy and Rinna are the first to hit the beds, and they get the cheese. They get cheese slabbed. Mm-hmm. And then Eric and Kyle go, and Erica's looks like she's wearing uh, too much makeup to get a facial. Mm-hmm. There's also the biggest candle I've ever seen. Kathy between betwixt the two facial beds. Yeah. Did you notice that yeah. candle? It was a, ca- a cauldron candle. It had how many wicks? It maybe it was like a seven wick candle. It, it had to have weighed at least 50 pounds. That's going to last Kathy two years. I was, I need way more information because I've never, I'm a, I consider myself to be a connoisseur. You are. But I've never seen a candle this big. No, it was. Who it was, makes it? What's the scent? It was like. I have so many questions. Someone has got to know. Please answer me. It was not of this earth. Um, Erica is like, Kyle asks Kathy if she can go eat a carrot. <laughs> and then the Reiki master demands Kathy to say, I honor my intention while being facialed. And Kathy's like, no, I'm not going to. But will let out moans of ecstasy. Fair. She has boundaries. And Kathy's kind of like, whenever someone starts talking to me about this woo-woo stuff, I sort of just tune out. She's not interested. But her third eye is always open. It's ever open. Yeah. It's like Gabriel. It's her Gabriel is her third yeah. eye. It's just a spiritual Gabriel. 
Kyle's like, Erica, how are you doing? And she's like, well, not good, Kyle. She goes, Tom's house was broken into, and then Tom confronted the burglar and then had to go have eye surgery. And then my son went to go help, and then his car rolled over five times. So, yeah, I've been going through a lot. And Kyle's just like... She sends Kyle to a place of Gabriel. Kyle, this was the first time where Kyle was like saying it out loud. Like, what are you saying? Like, Kyle was like, wait a minute. He had to to go to the hospital for his eyes because he confronted the burglar. And then Erica goes, well, no, Kyle, he has glaucoma. (laughs) I was like... Wait, so did the robbery activate his glaucoma? Did which I know is a hit very... him in the eye? What does the burglary have to do with anything? And then her she s- goes, when did this, what, when does this happen? And Eric goes, mm, Sunday? Yeah. It's like, bitch, what fucking day did it yeah. happen? Is it that, like, you know. She goes, so you knew all of this when you came to Garcelle's. And she's like, yes. Yes. Her son's car rolled over five times. Erica could be gabriel erica i'm just saying a lot of things happen i've never this this kind of lying is like you need to go to hospital so many cars have rolled off of cliffs glaucoma burglar home invasion plus glaucoma equals son rolling his car over five times also if tom is so demented how did you know to confront the burglar why is he being left home alone in a mansion? Well, Tom's house was broken into, and then Tom confronted the burglar, and then had to go have eye surgery, and then my son had to go help, and then my son's car rolled over five times. She goes, well, he rolled his car over because it was snowing when he drove back. And Kyle goes, snowing? Doesn't he live in Pasadena? And she goes, a little further north. It doesn't snow anywhere around here. Yeah, he lives a little further out. I'm like, where in Big Bear? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, if he does live in the mountains, it does snow up there in the winter. Well, yeah, but, but like, it's what? Are you asking? I don't understand. Yeah. Well, it was snowing that night and Kyle's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, that was a great question. Does it snow a lot in Pasadena? <laughs> a little bit further. I'm like, yeah, okay. So Which, he where lives... in the grapevine? Yeah. Like, where does he live? Where does he, does he live like in the Central Valley? EJ Global, she really went full EJ Global with the spinning these yarns. Mm-hmm. She goes, just a couple days ago. Maybe Sunday. Maybe Sunday or Saturday. That video. What day? I like not knowing what day all these traumatic life-changing events took place. There's snow in Pasadena? Well, it lives a little further out. A little further. I'm like... Does does he live in Yellowstone? Does he live in Tahoe? Like, where the fuck does your son live? He's a cop in L.A., I think. I'm, he's I a, have he's so a cop. many questions. I think she's now taking the approach of if I rapid fire confusingly lie to everyone, then they'll be so... It's very Trump. ...unclear that they just won't ask questions because they don't even know where to begin. It's very, like, Roy Cohn. <laughs> Yeah, it's a whole new tactic. We've gone from like cabaret and like comedy hour tactics to, to literal just Narnia, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. It is the Lion and the Witch and the Wardrobe. Like when I'm imagining her son driving, I'm imagining it like being that snowy world that like the witch rolls over and there's like pans running around, like the little like goat men running around. Like where? It does not snow in LA, everyone. No. It does not snow in LA. 
Erica's fully living in Pan's labyrinth. She's lying. So, because I know some people might be like, well, maybe it does snow in LA when it's really cold. No. No. It rains and there's fires. <laughs> there's not snow. It rains, if at all. We have three days of rain a year. You saw them on you this episode. You saw them episode. on this episode. <laughs> it made me miss the rainy winters because I was like, oh, I remember when it rained for two days last winter and then we don't have We don't have water in LA, in California. Yeah. So just letting you know. Curious. Curious. Garcelle has this uh, life coach. Her dating coach comes over, Demona. And helps her make her Bumble profile, which I was like, that's... I was like, the struggle's real. I was literally making my Bumble profile an hour before I turned the show on to watch it. And you I was Garcelle like, might be in the Garcelle same... and I are in the same boat. You guys might be friends. I could see us being friends. I The one thing that made me, and I'm sorry that you had to answer this, but that prompt of I'm a nerd about, I was, I was like, that's not okay. Absolutely navigating all those prompts right before and triggered by all the prompts. I answered one prompt, which was if you could make three wishes, what would they be? And I said, I would wish I would want to be able to speak and understand every language that's ever existed. Mm -hmm. And then I would leave the other two open so I could just use them in the moment. I can't like lock them down ahead of time. Those are good. And then every other prompt made me, slip further and further into suicidal ideation so then i was like well i guess one prompt is enough and then i'm kind of a nerd like what don't force a woman because bumble's like the women the men have to approach the women yeah but they feel they have prompts for male profiles too like those are universal uh, prompts that everyone can fill out on their profile i'm kind of a nerd about Kind of, okay, dating, I've been on dating apps. They're very weird and raw and vulnerable in general. So, like, don't add insult to injury by making people of any gender say, I'm kind of a nerd. Kind of a nerd about dot, dot, dot. I'm like, I'm like I don't weird. fucking know. I'm, like, kind of crazy. It's like the girl with the peas on her head. Everything that you could possibly <laughs> answer to a prompt makes you sound either really basic or desperate. just like a psycho desperate earnest cringe psycho yeah. like it was like if you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life ah! what would it be and my answer would have been pizza and then i was like i can't fucking say that because i'm not a fucking freak and then every every prompt was like it was like that friend review my friend's review of me that is maybe a good one I love, but I love like these dating apps. Like they're like we have specialists, therapists, like scientists, like coming up with the perfect algorithms to match people. It's like people literally being like, "I love pizza." No, I was like, "Bitch, everyone loves pizza. That's why it's pizza." Yeah. Do you love music? Yes or no? <laughs> it's like live for music. Mm -hmm. I wish I could pull up what the prompts are, but we're filming. I was thinking the other day. I was someone. There was something about dating, and I was remembering this Tinder conversation I had in New York that was just. I just went, hey, how's what's up? And the guy went, wildly busy. <laughs> and I literally wanted, I was like, I'm going to go. I'm taking my own life, you said. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> well that's the end. Um, I love wildly busy. Wildly busy. Okay, awesome. Go off. Go off, queen. I'll leave you to it. <laughs> Yo, what are you supposed to say to that? I truly don't know. Damn. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Garcelle, she's gonna set. She calls like a specialist on Zoom. A matchmaker. A matchmaker who has a guy for Garcelle named Keith, who's so fucking hot. He's like daddy with abs and like beyond. Stop bum. Like no need no, for no, Bumble. No, no Bumble. Matchmaker only. Keith. Keith, you meet. That's like all you gotta do. He was lizard brain hot. Yeah. Like, him. We'd see. I need to see IRL because some guys that look like that. That's true. IRL, you're like you don't actually look like that. Yeah, but I feel like if it's like a celebrity, if it's a matchmaker service, like they're vetting and making yeah. sure. Garcelle is horny for him. Yeah, she's down. She's like, I gotta break in my new bed. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. Crystal is Kyle over. This made me. This also made me want to. Did this make leave, you fugue? Leave this earth. Yeah. Crystal had Kyle over, I guess, just to take her down to her basement and tell her that she's renovating it for $500,000. At first, it was a million. Mm-hmm. They're putting in like a whole... It's basically like an apartment. It's at 1,800 square feet, <laughs> which I was like, well, what's that like to live in? What's that like to just have that exist in the bottom of your home? Crystal goes, I'm very frugal, but Rob isn't. And I was like, oh. Seems like, seems like you're both. Neither of you are. Yeah. It's okay if that's the case. I do love a furnished basement. Lo- I mean, what's not to love? She's making it like an entertainment game room. She's putting in a golf simulator for Rob. And she goes, the golf simulator is really the most expensive thing. Rob's so tall that his swing hits the ceiling. We, we have to dig into the ground. I was like. Spare me. Spare me. Also. Is he that tall? A golf simulator? Like. Is he tall? I don't know. They're digging into the ground. Originally, they were quoted a million dollars. But Crystal said, please just let's do this for six figures. Like, I I just simply can't. So now it's six figures. And then that was truly the only purpose of that scene. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start having people over 
and just showing them the most expensive thing yeah. that I'm doing or that I have. Recently. And then being like, well, okay, that's it. That's well, enough time you. today. I'm like, please come over. See these boots? They're from the row. Yeah. Look at them. Look at them. <laughs> Pretty good, right? Now great leave. boots. Now, great to see you. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, Kyle has PK and Dorito. This dinner looked really fun. Yeah, it was, it was, everyone was in a good place. Everyone was lolling. It was rainy outside. It was like perfect LA rainy, cozy weather where you just want to go over to someone's house and eat salmon. Yeah. PK and Mauricio, I feel like always get high together. Yeah. Mauricio is never not high. He's a weed. He might be addicted. He's checked out. Yeah. And that would irritate me. Dorit's fox eye is. She pulled the eyes back. Her threads. (laughs) Um. They start just talking about Erica, and it's pretty fun. Like, I was laughing at what they were saying. Yeah, they... PK's funny. People thought and posited, based on my salmon comments from previous episodes, where I said I stood with Kathy on salmon at dinner parties, like, that I didn't want to just eat salmon. They were like... Someone was like, I feel like Lara's never really had a good piece of salmon. And to that I say, I definitely have. And this salmon looked good to me. People say the wildest shit. And I love, I love, I love that rumor, but I'm here to dispel it that I actually have had great salmon before. There's a rumor among the listeners of Sex Unique Podcast that Laura doesn't know good salmon. That I've never in my entire life had a good piece of salmon, to which I say, actually, I have. I've someone, had several good pieces. Someone needs to superimpose you onto the Carrie Bradshaw like Sex and the City bus thing, and it says Laura Marie Shane Hall's knows, knows good salmon. salmon. <laughs> she isn't afraid to ask. <laughs> I've made some good salmon, and I've also had it at restaurants. I'm just saying, and if I'm invited over to a Beverly Hills extravagant fifty thousand dollar seated baccarat crystal dinner, I don't really want to eat salmon although a piece of salmon sounds delicious to me right mm-hmm. now uh kyle ha- so kyle and dorit start kind of defending erica and then kyle starts questioning it a little because they tell the story of like the brain of just the several insane things that happen over a short period of time that are EJ Global's yarns and tall tales. And Mauricio and PK, just every news story they hear, they're like, wait, what? And they start cracking up. And at one point they start dying because Dorit's like, well, in the hospital, they, Tom's brain was injured, but they opted to, to work on his, on his ankle because that was more important. Or something, and then they started laughing. Cause they're like, "Wait, he has a brain injury from being basically in a coma for twelve hours, but they choose to operate on his ankle." And then they're like, "What is he gonna play soccer?" <laughs> he's not an athlete. Yeah, PK is. He's a seventy-nine-year-old lawyer. But don't focus on the brain. Focus on the ankle. Yeah, this was a really good combo. And then, then PK also brings up. He goes, "I'm not a statistician. Statistician, Andrea. Statistician. Yeah, he goes, this that. I'm not that." But what are the statistics that they would be in multiple rolled car accidents yeah. in the same year? And I was like, great point. Also, is this the Sopranos? Dorit goes, as unbelievable as her stories will be, I still choose to believe her. I was Love like, that for you. Okay. But 
The thing that Kyle goes, once I hear Mauricio talking about it and PK talking about how weird it is, then I start to think, am I way off base? And I was just like, so it takes some dudes to be like, uh, yeah. Sometimes it takes a dude to just like break it down. Yeah. I've been in situations like that where it's like, I think something and then someone's like, no, 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 I agree. No, but it's like. She's been with, she's been in this situation for months now, and she hasn't once been like until Mauricio it went, whoa, that's weird, and then <laughs> and then and she's like, is she's, it? And I loved her monologue. It got me to thinking. I couldn't help but wonder, is it weird what Erica's doing? Yeah. They've changed their tunes, especially Dorit, who went from like her life is nothing like we thought, like what the fuck, to being like, I choose to believe her. I choose to believe her. I'm like, Erica should write. She has like fairy tales. Erica is literally the brothers Grimm. Erica is Tiernanog. She (laughs) is fully living in an Irish Celtic fairy tale. She's Beowulf. Fairy. She's Canterbury Tales at this point. A.E. She is. (laughs) Erica Jane. Erica. Erica. Eric, she's A E Erica R I K A. Yeah, she's <laughs> Dante. Like this, her <laughs> this is like Dante's Inferno. She's out of her fucking gourd. I'm sorry. She, this is like to think that people are supposed to buy all of this happening. I'm no. What could possibly happen on the reunion? It's like she's living in like Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate <laughs> events. Erica is Lemony Snicket. She is Lemony Snicket. She's Willy Wonka. Yeah. Just spinning yawns. Spinning yawns. And tails. She's Rumpelstiltskin. Chris, they, so they're getting ready for Dorit's big event. And then Crystal calls Kyle and she asks her if she wants her to fast. with. Crystal's getting glammed up from a masked, faceless servant. Being like, isn't this great? She's so in love. And every few, every getting... few episodes, it's some servant plebeian tending to the elite and like putting their makeup on yeah. and then the woman going isn't this magical just to get glammed up and like all dolled up it's so fun isn't it and they have to go it's getting weird it's shit's getting <laughs> fucking weird. It's getting weird if your mask is off their mask should fucking yeah. be off i agree so then the, her servant agrees. And then Crystal and goes. she's like, good, no lashes for you today. <laughs> and then Crystal goes, do you want to go on a fast with me? And Kyle goes, no. No. I was like, Crystal. Crystal, Jesus Christ, honey. Read the room. <laughs> you can't like come out with. You can't ask you someone can't to spill, fast with them over, over FaceTime. You can't spill the beans about like your battles with. Eating dis- I mean, you can you can do yeah, this. She please, did do please that. Please beans. do it. She goes, but you can't like be like, oh, I've had suffered from like very disordered eating, like blah blah blah, and then like a few weeks later, be like, so do you want to do a fast with me? It's like, no, bitch, I don't want to fast, and I don't want you to fast. Yeah. So like, let's not fast. Let's go also, to dinner. Why are you saying that? Yeah. Therapy. Uh, <laughs> Rina is getting ready, and she goes. Harry Hamlin's making an appearance, I think. I'm really, really excited. I was too. I forgot about hot Harry Hamlin. God, his voice. Oh, I, I just phone love him. him. Yeah. Dorit's party is gearing up. And you know what? I'm liking what I see. 
as she's getting ready. I was I, like, I love all of this. I'm, she's putting it down. Yeah. And Erica FaceTimes Kyle from the car and she goes, I'm serving villainess. <laughs> I was like, honey, you are. She is telling the line. EJ Global at it again. EJ Global's wearing leopard, red leopard print. And a red lip. And a bold red lip. And she goes, oh, we both have red lip. And, a, and just a ring, like a binder ring with <laughs> hair on it. And I was not well after I was like, seeing that. Are you in Mad Max? Like, she looked like, she looked like someone that lives in, like, the dystopian. She Queen Amidala. Yes. <laughs> like, don't, please don't attach a binder ring Mm-mm. of mane to my pony. <laughs> like don't do that no it was dark it's fine you can i'm down for like adorning hair with like rings and jewels and stuff but like a binder like no Mm -hmm. that was weird crystal Uh, and rob arrive mm -hmm. and rob orders a martini and pk is lurking about i love i kind of love pk i do too here's my truth is i kind of want a PK husband. He's fun. He's funny. And he's honest about his. He's honest. Being he's a flop. kind of like a fat slob, which I enjoy. But he's kind of cute. But it's also kind of cute. And then it's just like, and he's charming. And I think. He's so charming. He's charming. And Dorit is charmed by him. She's like, what is on, what is on your thing? And he's like, oh, it's a wine spill. It's just like, I'm charmed by that kind of dynamic. I'm. Decidedly tickled by PK. What's happened to us? I don't know. He's We've, just he's just honest about his he's in a flop era and he's, and he's honest funny. about it. And they live in their weird farmhouse and it's just working for me. PK goes to Rob, I have to eat so I can't eat a martini until I eat something. I'm not allowed a I'm martini not allowed. until I've eaten. I'll be so drunk. I'll be so drunk, I'll start talking shit. And Rob's like, Oh, me too. <laughs> Rob has very like Hollywood schmoozer energy. Mm-hmm. Like when he was like, oh, well, I was just like, general, he's like, like general a, meeting jargon. It was a general, it was a general joke. It was a general joke. It was networking. And yep. I, I have a bad chill thinking about mm-hmm. that. Then EJ Global struts in with her binder ring ponytail swinging back and forth. She goes, ah, she's like Cheetah and Wonder Woman. She's Kristen Wiig is that terrifying Cheetah woman. I don't even know what that is, but I'm laughing at just a cheetah yeah. woman. Kathy arrives with her ghoulish gay architect. Yeah, Jesse. Which I was like... Which Kathy, I was, she was like, I wanted to bring you because I knew you'd like the architecture here, which I couldn't tell if that was like a dig or if it was like real. I think, she, I think it's a dig. She's like, you've got to see this new kind of house that's popping up because these houses are... All over Los Angeles, yeah. by the way. Come come to Dorit's house. You got to see this shit. You got to see this farmhouse shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wrote, Lena's always aro- alone. Who? Rinna. <laughs> yeah, just like... She always arrives alone. Mm-hmm. It's a power like, move. Yeah. No, I like... I, I love arriving separately as a couple. No, I think it's great. I It's something that I always notice and I kind of... It makes me respect her. Because she's always like... She's never... Because some people, like all these women are when, at these parties, they arrive with their... With a gay or with their husband mm-hmm. or like a girlfriend. But it takes, it's a true sign of confidence if you can just roll up somewhere solo. Rina, yeah. She looked good tonight. Yeah. I like the long hair. Garcelle gathers everyone together. 
and then waiting for the big reveal she goes three three oh yeah did i say garcelle well kathy goes oh she's like there's something behind those white curtains in the windows and then all of a sudden dorit they lower and it's a bunch of women in bridal gowns she goes three two Two. one and they rip the curtain off and all the models are standing there it looked it looked great. It was cinema. I thought that they were going to make them stand outside the whole time that everyone was eating. And I was like, that's crazy. But then they didn't. And they weren't wearing masks. Thank God. Yeah. But it was like, you know what? She, it was a moment. They had a fashion show mm-hmm. be- kicking off a Dorit's daughter in a flower girl outfit. That was cute. cute. And then one by one, the women strutted out in their dresses. She goes, this is the Zita. This is Zita, and she's wearing the princess. The actress. The angel. Uh, and the pearl wedding dress that we talked the most shit on is probably the most expensive. It's $35,000. 35 grand. Also, all the like fashion mock-ups of Dorit and all the dresses, like the drawings, she looks like a Bratz doll in all of them. Love. Purposeful. And she Huge goes, head, tiny body. And she goes, and I am wearing the woman. I like the woman. I look. I'm. I will admit when I'm when I was wrong. And I'm to, not above saying so, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry to those I offended. I'm sorry to Dorit. She's she pulled it off with us. She just a designer in my book for all eternity. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be able to afford her dresses, but, but I love that they exist. I love that they exist, and maybe one day she could make a custom dress for me. Yeah, and I love. I just. I was more, I mean, the gowns are great, but I was more impressed by like this tight, well-oiled event. Mm-hmm. Everything was like, boom, boom, boom. She did it. It was great. Um, Hot Harry Hamlin finally ugh. arrives. Ugh. At one point, him and Rena duck out into another room and I'm like, they're going to fuck. I was just so into it. He's so hot. He's so hot. He comes, sits down. He's going to play Tom Brokaw. Kathy goes, well, we haven't seen you since we brought COVID to your house. (laughs) Or Kyle says that. Yeah. And Lisa's like talking about how Harry's going to go off and film for a while. And she's like, well, he grows all my food. He feeds me, takes care of me. Like, And I was just like, God, you really hit the jackpot with this guy. Yeah. He just like he feeds, he nourishes them with food that he grew with his beautiful hot hands. And like probably he probably sings to the plants. I want PK level lols and honesty and a Harry Hamlin level sex sex and ability. But Harry's a loller too. Yeah. They're both top tier husbands in my book. Yeah, everyone likes Mauricio, but I think I think it goes Harry PK Maurice. But Maurice is a little like empty. There's something going on. Something. To- just totally checked out. Kathy didn't know who Bernie Sanders was. She texted Kyle a photo of Bernie at the inauguration and those like the, the coat and mittens yeah. meme. And she goes, she goes, is this Colonel Sanders? She goes, who is this old man? Is this the elf on a shelf? <laughs> There's that old man again. Kathy <laughs> says, Kathy is not aware of like socialism. No. That's also made me realize I was like, I'll bet mm, a lot of really, really wealthy people have no idea who Bernie Sanders is. And didn't vote. Like, hasn't even 
reached their awareness. And I bet some of these women didn't vote. Why would they? Yeah. <laughs> no need. Who's this? Who's this guy? Kyle will know. I'll text her. I didn't know if he was the Kentucky Fried Chicken guy or what. Uh. There's that old man again. Who is he? <laughs> Love. There he is again. <laughs> Kathy just, just sees. Just being repeatedly haunted by the yeah. image of an old man and not knowing who he is, but just being like, okay. Who's that guy? I love that. That's truly an, a picture of American wealth. Mm-hmm. Who's that? There's that old man again. There's that old, Kyle will know. She's down with the What the, the kids are up to these yeah, days. Yeah, she'll know. She's young. Kyle, who's this? Is that the elf on the shelf? Is that elf on the shelf? She's like, no, that's Bernie Sanders. Oh, <laughs> Colonel Sanders? Kentucky Fried Chicken? <laughs> no. Anyways. <laughs> uh, PK is... All the men are gathered outside, like, smoking weed, I think. And uh, PK just is going on about how he lost $2 billion or something. Yeah, I guess he had a flop real estate deal and then lost a shitload of money. But hey, he's honest about it. And he's just trucking forward. And I guess that was in the past and now they're doing better. Mm-hmm. Seems like a lot of money to lose. And haven't mm-hmm. they had, like, shady financial yeah. shit a that's little bit that's one thing that might be a red flag about pk yeah though. that's why harry hamlin is up yeah. here garcelle they all gather all the women gather it's like on the other side of the glass the guys group and the women group and mm-hmm. then kyle goes to garcelle which i was like kyle did you have to they're doing now falling right back into that housewives of beverly hills trope where they litigate one statement or a series of statements over and over and over and normally that pleases me to no end, but this feel this does not please me because Kyle's it like, really is like a non-starter. Kyle was like, "Well, you said some things today that people were talking about to Garcelle," and Garcelle was like, "What?" And she goes, "And then we realized Garcelle went on Ellen, that was hosted by Mario Lopez, and he asked her." how it was in the season filming with the women. And Garcelle was like, well, I got to be honest. I feel like they're all coming after me. And I'm coming after them too or something yeah. like that. I just wrote Garcelle. Is just, she's just too honest for these, this crew, I think. She's honest. Like, she just says how she's feeling. And I think it's, it's not... These women don't do that. Yeah, they are playing a different game. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, is she, sometimes I'm like, she, oh, she gets it. She's like, she's playing the right. But then I'm like, but then sometimes I'm like, she might be too honest for this show. Yeah, or just, I, I mean, think I love that her. I have, her to stay on it. Same. She's, she's I like think that they favorite. have like a sense of loyalty to each other when it comes to like the press, or they try and keep things a lot more tight. They're way more image conscious. So then when someone steps outside of that invisible boundary yeah, it's and very goes mob. against the grain, it's like a whole affront to the other ladies. Whereas like on New York or any other housewives, even New Jersey, they're just like righteous cunts to each other 24-7. They're always going to the press. I mean, I think that's why Lisa Vanderpump was sort of excommunicated was because she was such a... Well, she was going to the press and then also lying about it. No, totally. But like, I think she... She played that game. She tried to play both sides Mm -hmm. as shadily as possible. And like, 
Garcelle's not even, that's not even sh a shady thing to say. It's no, she just was, like, this is what's happening. She was like, okay, Mario Lopez, I'll tell you what's happening. And then they like took that and then brought it up on some random website that like sensationalized it. Yeah. I'm like, it's really not that big of a deal, but everyone Dorit. just can't, they're, Dorit gets set off again. <clears throat> she goes, I, I speak four languages. And Garcelle goes, good for you. Yeah, she, she goes, well, that for... doesn't make sense in any of them. Yeah, I love that. Good for you. And then Erica calls over from the table to Garcelle and she goes, are you okay over there? Or how is it over there in French? And then Garcelle said, not good, girl, in mm -hmm. French. And yeah. then Rinna and EJ Global are just kind of off to the side observing. And Rinna, EJ is like, should we go over there? Should you go over there and break it up? And Rinna's like, no, she can fend for herself. Yeah. Harry and like she's done yeah and then everyone's just arguing back and forth and saying Garcelle it's so weird because she is honest but then they tell her that she isn't honest they're gaslighting her yeah and they're like, and like please just be honest to my face I just need you to tell the truth to my face and she goes Want, you want me to be honest. So you want me to say, my God, will you shut up? And I was laughing. Yeah. Like, and then, and then Dorit goes, yes, I would welcome that. I would welcome that. And then Kyle goes, I tell her to shut up all the time. Like, okay. I think they're just mad that Garcelle gets more attention than they do. Yeah. And she's hotter than them. Erica goes to Lisa. I think you need to go over there and chop some heads. I'm like, okay, villainess. Yeah. And then Harry is outside with the guys. And at one point, I feel like I, I just had this observation where I was like, I feel like Harry's more comfortable around women. He seems like a because he's a like girls guy. girls dad. I feel like he's just he seems a little weird with the guys. Not in like a gay way. Well, he's just not like, like he's very different than the rest of the guys. Mm -hmm. He's a sense. He's sensitive. He's an actor. Mm hmm. The rest of them are doing business deals and real estate. Cigars. Yeah. Smoking weed. I really wish that Muhammad Hadid was on the show. He should be a housewife. He did have, I think he, his ex-fiance was on some e-show about like second wives or something like that. But then their engagement broke off. But I would just love to know more about like his develop real estate development drama because that's been like it's such an ongoing thing in the news confirmation confirmation that bella hadid is vaccinated oh yeah i saw that <laughs> no I just i just came i saw it last night yeah there's a photo she was like for all those interested because all the Nicki minaj stuff is like i think people are people are really starting coming forward to be like no i'm vaccinated i've checked out i don't give a shit if you mm -hmm. are or not but would prefer it if you are, but if you're not, come to our show. Leap me, loot me the fuck out, guys. Guys, we love you. We love you so much. We're gonna be in LA next week, Tuesday, five days, September twenty first. Come to the Roxy. You won't regret it. We have a really fun show planned. Then we're heading off to SLC, where we're gonna perform an intimate evening. Yeah, dinner theater style. Dinner theater with Sex Unique Podcast, except there is no dinner. You're on your own. In yeah, that you're on, we're not paying for that. Then off to Chicago, where we have a double header. Sold out night one, night two, almost sold out. It's Get in be it. Get your tickets in so, Chicago. So, so fun. So I can't good. wait. 
we are recording LA and SLC and we'll be releasing those as episodes. Chicago, we're not recording. All bets are fucking off. It's truly, you have to be there. You have to be there. And so if you want to be part of this, get a ticket. Yeah. For and night we two. have really fun shows planned for Chicago. So guys, you know what to do. Go to LarsMarie.com and there are links to every ticket sale place. Tell your friends. Tell your friends and come come see us and laugh with us. Follow Laura at Lars Marie. Follow Carrie at E. Carrie O. Ta-ta. Bye.